Hello, this is Brian Wampler with another episode of the Chasing Tone Podcast, a podcast where we generally talk about guitars and amps and effects, as well as a healthy dose of off-topic discussions. Joining me today again is Blake Wyland. If you don't know Blake, he's got a great podcast called The Tone Mob, and uh, on that one he interviews a lot of great artists and creators, other gear builders, that sort of thing. Great podcast, so check that out as well. But today we're discussing, uh, well, we kind of go around a bit, but mostly around Nine apps, programs, plugins that are totally free to help you make music. And these are some really good ones as well. So uh, let's jump into it. Good afternoon, Blake Wyland. Hello, Mr. Wampler. So, what you been up to lately? Oh, you know, just uh, social distancing, mostly. <laughs> You know, it's weird on this. It's so weird being at a social distance from you while we record this podcast. It's uh, I know. I'm not know. used to it. We were doing it before it was cool. That's right. We were <laughs> we're trendsetters, <laughs> you know. Yeah. We've been doing this whole social distancing thing forever. <laughs> six uh, feet, please. Yeah. Six, <laughs> six, how about thousands of miles distance? How about that? We got, yeah. And we got, still having just... Just insanely lovely conversations. Very true. So I hear, uh, I hear you got a new guitar. Is that correct? I did. It's a, it's a loner, but like it was still a big surprise. I had no idea that it was coming. I did not expect it to come at all. But um, it's a builder named Barry uh, Grisbeck, and I think I said that right. And his company's called Grez Guitars. He's in California. And I played them at Summer Nam, and I think I may have talked about it on this podcast back around Summer Nam time. But he makes this baritone, uh, fully hollow with no like f holes or anything, and it with the Lawler gold foils. It's called the Mendocino, and it. I, I remember playing it at Nam and thinking this is one of the coolest guitars I've ever played. And I I told him that, and then Tuesday, last Tuesday. I got an email from Barry. He's like, hey, by the way, uh, I sent you out a, a demo guitar. It uh, should be there on Friday. And I was like, what? And it showed up on Friday, and it is a black-topped Mendocino, really similar to the one I played at Nam. And I was playing it last night, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this is one of the coolest guitars I've ever, I've ever played. It sounds hmm. ridiculous. The combination of like the hollow body with the... It's got Lawler gold foil pickups and the baritone tuning. It's just so good. Really? I'm blown away by it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Really great for pretty clean stuff, like in the neck position, switch it to the bridge and get your heavies, heavy chugga chugga. Well, more like a doomy sludgy thing going on. And But it's just so... The, the gold foils with the baritone tuning, you know, you have all that low end, but the gold foils add this sparkle to it. Such a good combination. I'm, I'm loving it right now. I don't know how long I get to to hold on to it, but you know, I'll gladly hold on to it as long as Barry lets me, because it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. I don't have any new guitar stories for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was that was a total surprise. I didn't think I would have any new guitar stories. I have. There you uh, go. I guess I do have a Brian's going to start his reverb store back up and hit it pretty hard here shortly oh yeah <laughs> I have one of those type of stories yeah looks like um you know 
since we haven't been working for about a month now. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably free up some cash. Yeah, you know, need to, need to some sell sense. some need to sell some guitars and amps. Amps are uh, not selling very well right now, though. So amps are not selling very well right mm. now. No, sir. I think um, everyone's kind of like. Uh, I think my I th- this this old this old thing I've got right here was probably gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit on this one. It'll yeah, it's a Line Six Spider too, but it'll get me by. It's got all the sounds in it, right? Right. Insane mode, right, guys? Right, Fine. the insane mode where the magic is. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's really weird right now, man. It's, it's a, uh, you know, I talked to some people, and you know, most of the guys that I work with are down to like their shops totally closed except for themselves, right? Um, and that seems to be the way it's gonna go for a little while, I guess. Pretty much. I mean, that's uh, who I'm not real sure how long this is going to last, but I do know that, um, you know, my bills still need to be paid while this lasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, got to do what you got to do. It looks like I'm also I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I've been contemplating on building building some pedals. I, I know I've mm-hmm. threatened this before and um, we'll just see how everything shakes out. But I'm really you know, what, you know what I've really wanted to do was take I don't I don't know like let's say a fuzz and some just some basic dirt circuits and really I'll probably do this for fun first unless it comes out really well really good but I want rather than use a circuit board I want to literally point to point everything oh yeah you know yeah and that would um, be cool just I just thought it'd be something different <laughs> i mean it's, it's not that it's going to like let's be honest it's not going to sound better that way it probably actually may be a little bit noisier because with the circuit board you can kind of fix a lot of noise issues mm-hmm. um and not so much whenever you're point-to-point wiring things so i mean to a degree but not like on a circuit board where you're extremely controlled you know but it looks cool. But it looks cool, man. And it's <laughs> it's like it's it's something to do. Not that I'm sitting around, you know, drinking iced tea on the back porch all day long, though that does sound fantastic. Um <laughs> listen to me drinking iced tea. I've already aged twenty years apparently during this time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It was Look a at cold you drinking iced winter, tea. And I was drinking iced tea on the back porch. Um yeah, apparently I've aged and turned into an older older man. Yeah, you're like 75 years old right now. <laughs> yeah, over, yeah, over the past month, I've aged 30 years. <laughs> this is incredible. But Although I, did... I will say I'm I, I'm jealous of you in, in one way, is that you were smart enough to get a jump on this thing and purchase a weight set before you got to go into quarantine. I did. I'm going crazy over here. I wondered how that was going for you. I mean, I know that if it's any consolation, if you're in the uh, fitness industry right now, the best thing you can do is create some sort of course around body weight exercises or working out at home or, you know, exercises for your kids to work out at home. Like things like that are blowing up like crazy, but apparently starting a new gym, not going so well right now. <laughs> no, probably not a great time. But yeah, I, I bought, um, I did buy a rack and 300 pounds of weights, which isn't that much. I know it sounds like a lot to people, but it's it's really not that much weight, depending on what kind of exercise you're doing. I mean, for you, Blake, 
300 pounds is probably just a warm up on a squat. Not, <laughs> not so with me. So it's fine for me, but, um, it's, it's not a warm up, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, well, I guess it's part of the warm up. Right. Yeah. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm nowhere near 300 pounds squatting. So, uh, as you, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have chicken legs. So that probably explains why. Yeah, I have a badonka donk, so that explains that. <laughs> I have no donk whatsoever. Although after this quarantine, who knows? Because right now, all the best I can do is like get a couple fifty-pound plates and go to town. And uh, that, while it does make you sore, it's not exactly pushing in the direction that I was wanting to go. Right. So, well, now's a good uh, time to uh, to get your cardio up. <laughs> that's kind of what I've been doing. That's and I, I as important as that is that's not my favorite thing in the world but you know uh i did make myself pretty sore the other days uh on i had a long social distant walk all by my lonesome uh listening to podcasts and walking around the park that's close to my house the parks are closed but they're open for that if that like you can't use any of the playground equipment or the bathrooms or any of that stuff but like you're allowed to walk on the track as long as you keep away from people. Gotcha. Um, and uh, there's nobody there, so that was real easy to do. <laughs> um, and yeah, just walking around and like at every corner of the park, stopping and doing like a set of twenty push-ups and twenty squats, and walking a little further and do- and I actually got way sore from that than I thought I was going to do. So there's one thing you can do and. I guess I don't know. I'm not a home workout expert. I'm still trying to figure this this stuff out. There's a lot of people that are becoming experts pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening, but yeah. So I I have been keeping that up, and um, you know that that and that actually does, is pretty helpful. I think for just getting rid of some of the stress and anxiety of everything. Oh yeah, big time, big big time. So other than that, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about making some customized pedals. And you know what I really want to do is, is do some custom paint. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. We'll have to see how that works out because I don't, I won't be powder coating anything. It'll be a different type of paint. And I'm not real sure. I need to, I need to do some experimentation along those lines to see, to see how, you know, you might be able to, I've done some powder coating before with like a small home rig. Um, and I was actually pretty impressed with how it turned out, not because of my skill, but just because of how easy the kit made it. You might look into some of that if you want to do powder. I it's, yeah, it's yeah. not all that expensive to no, do it on a small scale. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad. I I, I want to use probably more like an automotive paint. Oh, um, okay, sort sort of. It's used in the automotive industry, like engines and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And the the question is, I mean, if I can get, I, I need to get, see, I need to see how, like how well it wears. I think it'd be fine if it works on an engine, it's probably going to be fine on a guitar pedal. Right. But we'll see, you know, it just something fun to do besides stare at a computer screen, <laughs> not see anyone all day long. Oh, <laughs> yes. Which basically has been my every day for a long time now. Um, so yeah, so there's that, and um, we are releasing some plugins for free. Uh, we're in the testing phase right now, so if you uh, if you want to get on it, there's a link on the Wampler Tone Group. 
just look up, um, I don't know, Terraform plugins, something like that. It'll probably come up. You're welcome to download them for free for now. And unfortunately, not really offering any tech support. But uh, <laughs> if it's not working, post in that thread because that's the stuff we're trying to fix. It looks like uh, plugins are radically, radically different than pedals as far as things that can go wrong. It's really yeah. fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's as far as designing, it's not that much different. But as far you know, like some machines running some types of software on, you know, different builds of that software, you're like, why? That's a that's an odd error. Why is it giving that? You know? Yeah. So trying to a, make it work with everybody's yeah. out of the millions and millions of computers that have been yes. produced. Yes, it's an it's incredibly intense compared to guitar pedals. So. I understand now why plugins are so expensive. I mean, I did before, but <laughs> once you do it yourself, you're like, ah, I get it. This is this is incredible. How much? How many hoops you have to jump through just to make software for everyone? Right. Uh, you're like, it's like, uh, you're not. You, you know, it it sounds kind of gr- like sounds kind of awesome, right? Like, oh, it's it's just a piece of software, and you can sell it over and over again. Cool. No no hardware costs, but it's like, but the R and D. <laughs> the R&D and the tech support is ongoing. Yeah, it's massive, massive, <laughs> massive. So, so much. Yep. And Ryan uh, Ryan Bruce has a channel called Riffs, Beards, and Gear on YouTube. You're probably familiar with it. Fluff, he goes by. Yes. Um, he, just he was did... just on my podcast, by the oh, way. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. I like him. So cool. Yeah. Um, He just did a video called Nine Music Making Tools That Are Free. And some good stuff. So these are all free either for now or permanently free. But I would encourage everyone to uh, try some of these if you haven't. And we'll put the links in the in the description of this podcast as well. The Logic Pro 90-day trial on that. Uh, that's, 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 cool. a, that's a good one. That's actually my favorite DAW is Logic Pro. So, yeah, you should try that. And... Um, and for just because, you know, some people may not be recording folks listening to this. DAW is a digital audio workstation. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. So I should have clarified that. Yeah, that that is like the software that you would use. Imagine like your old Tascam 4 track, you know, from years ago. This is the digital version of that, but you can do a lot more tracks than four. And plus you can move things around and copy and paste. And there's a built in drummer. There's all kinds of stuff that's just amazing i love it uh ableton live is free right now trial uh avid pro tools and this one i've read it but i've never said it out loud arturia icebark i think it's arturia um, I think that's right sound toys effects rack neural dsp and just a side note the neural dsp stuff is incredible absolutely incredible um, and yes, I am biased cause I know those guys pretty well, but it really is good. Like if I was going to jump out of the guitar game, I would probably want to be on the team at neural cause they're doing some good stuff. Anyways, uh, Moog model D isotope. Go ahead. And I want to say just real quick about the Moog. I actually have that one on my phone right now and, uh, it is awesome. It's a little, a little synth, uh, and it is it sounds really, really good. I'm like, 
kind of surprised. So, so it's I a, actually use that one. So I haven't clicked the link on that. That's a phone app then? Yeah, that's a or or iPad. Okay. Um, I, it might be on desktop. I don't know, but I know that it's. It used to be like a fifteen dollar app. Um, we may have talked about this on the podcast before. I can't remember, but it was like fifteen bucks, and then uh, they made it free, and it sounds really, really good. It's really cool. Wow. The I just opened up their website, and it completely confused me because instead of scrolling up and down, it scrolls left and right. Oh, okay. <laughs> That, uh, I was like, no, go down. Wait, oh, you're supposed to go to the right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was your age, websites didn't go that way. They went up and down like real websites did. Um, <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm just Back teasing. in my day. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have websites that went to the right. Um, <clears throat> Isotope Ozone Elements 9. I love their plugins as well. Good stuff. In fact, that's one of them that I, I probably need to download when we're done here because I love the Isotope stuff. Uh, two Notes Wall of Sound. I've already got that one. That's a fantastic software. What's um, that one? Uh, two Notes Wall of Sound. It's basically a super, super fancy cabinet and power amp emulation. Um, Ooh. So it's 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 really awesome. It And it has a really cool graphical interface as well. So you can move the microphones like virtually move mm-hmm. the microphones, uh, change the rooms you're in, of course, change the cabinet types, change the um, the power amp style, so maybe like 6L6 or EL34, or you can, if you're running through an amp like I have, you can just turn that part off, but you know, going from guitar to pedal to your computer, it's fantastic for that. Um, and then, let's see, there's EQ, and there's some, there's some other effects, like a room type of reverb, kind of a room sound. Um, EU compression, like a, a compression is on there. Just it's just a fantastic software. It works great. It's not real clunky. Sometimes I find some some plugins like this are a little clunky. This one's not. Works great every time. Sweet. And uh yeah, two notes stuff is is so well done. It's one of my favorite companies. I use I've talked before about how I love the captors. And uh we use the cabs when we do NAM, which if they ever have NAM before any longer than uh We'll probably use it there if they have another NAM. <laughs> Which, yeah, I guess we haven't talked about since they've since, since canceled it happened. summer NAM. Yeah, they totally canceled it, which is obviously not that surprising. Yeah, considering it's, it's weird, and we we can talk about that here in just a second. I got two more uh, Fender. Oh, okay, Fender ahead. Play. I kn- I've heard a lot about that. Never visited that link, so let's see what that is. Uh, that is. That's like educational stuff. Learn to play guitar online. So, yeah, a lot of educational type stuff. Step-by-step learning, easy to follow lessons, tracking your progress, playing the songs that you love. Because who wants to play the songs they don't like? That makes no <laughs> sense. Um, so, yeah, yeah, there you go. And I think I, I know a little bit more about that one. Originally, they opened yep. it up to 500,000 people um, for free. And it was, you know, taken very, very quickly. And they ended up opening it up to a million people. Wow. Free. So there's that, that was a couple days ago. So if you're listening to this and you've been curious about the Fender Play stuff, I've heard I've not used it myself, but I've heard really, really good things about it. So go get on it while it's still there because it may get snatched up. And uh, lastly, ML Sound Lab Amped Roots. Never, don't know anything about that one, but um, again, 
link will be in the description of this particular podcast. So if you can't find it, just simply go to chasingtonepodcast.com and you'll see it right there. Okay, looks like that's Amp Sims. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so fun stuff to do there. Lots of fun to do while you're sitting at home writing songs and playing songs that, you know, you used to play to people. <laughs> now you're <laughs> playing to your phone with people on the other side of it. Yes. Hey, big shout out to Fluff for putting that together. Yeah, that, that's that awesome. was a good idea. Nick Scott, uh, the guy we've talked about on this podcast a million times, yep. he, he, he was like, you should do a video on that. And I was like, I don't know anything about plugins. So <laughs> that wouldn't be a very good move for me. I would look like a moron. Yeah, same, same thing with me. I mean, the the YouTube space, we kind of touch, touched on this a little earlier before we started recording, but the YouTube space is in a really weird place right now. And uh, as is basically every content medium. Like mm-hmm. normally, normally for most companies, there's things going on all the time that you can kind of document and talk about. When those things stop happening, you start thinking, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> what am I going to blog about? Sitting at home again mm-hmm. in my, in my uh, sweatpants? Nope, already did that last week. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the video I'm working, actually literally working on a video right now is... Uh, I think I'm going to call it, what do the parts do? What do all these parts do? Something like that. Oh, yeah. you That's a good idea. And it's just, I'm running through. I am, I figured, you know what? I can do this across several different types of pedals. Starting with the Zen Drive, because I love the circuit. And um, I'm just basically going through each part that, well, each one that changes the sound, saying, here's what happens with a small capacitor. Here's what happens with the big capacitor. Here's what happens on this part when you change the resistance. And here's, you know, like I'm literally playing through each change. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. If you know, no one likes it, then the views will show that. Yeah. But if everyone likes it, then I'll do more. If no one likes it, I won't do anymore. That's how that stuff works. And that's why we don't do any more chasing. Um, what was it called? I used to do the isolated track stuff. Oh, yeah. Didn't go very well. I think it was like chasing tone something. Something around chasing tone. I forget. See, it's been that long ago. It's so bad, I I I don't even remember the name of it. He's erased it from his memory. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's gone. You, you know, you just kind of follow, uh, you kind of follow the views, and if you can see what people are interested in. If they're not interested, then I don't waste my time. Probably yeah. a good idea. So, I have a little bit of a cheat in all of this is where I don't, I, you know, I don't necessarily, ha- I'm not alone basically. So like every podcast I do is still basically the same, which is, is nice. Cause I'm just talking to the person about their life and their gear and their food preferences. And that's always fresh and new. <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of sidestep that a little bit. It's a little easier for me on the, my podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, not so much for me. No, I don't really, uh, I don't really do a whole lot of interviewing on this one. I have, which, but which thanks for, uh, by the way, sending me that email because I did interview Kathy and put that up yesterday from the Go Go's. That's right. Yeah, she is super cool. Uh, that was an awesome interview. She was, she's a delight. That's it's wonderful. kind of interesting to talk to somebody that's like just kind of casually like, yeah. And so I was having lunch with Billy Gibbons one day and. Uh, 
you know, he <laughs> he was just talking to me about this guitar, and then on then you know then he next thing I know he's calling his guy and ordering me one. <laughs> you know, like uh, I, I like, need I need Billy Gibbons as a friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's if he's buying guitars, I'm your buddy. I mean, well, it's actually no. It's, this is like this. I don't know if you you might not want Billy Gibbons to do this for you because it was like one of those friend moves where it's like <laughs> your buddy like orders you something but then you have to pay for it. Ooh, <laughs> she yeah. wasn't complaining. She's like, I had the money, it was fine, but it was like, and it's an amazing guitar. It was just a funny experience. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to I'll have to clarify that with Billy before he gets the order in. Like, I hate just so you know, this is on your credit card, not mine, right? Right. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. You're a sharp dressed man if I've ever seen one. <laughs> uh, I would love to interview Billy Gibbons. Maybe I can interview Billy Gibbons one day. You should. Cool. I uh I have his I have his uh information. Oh. But I, I mean, of course I can't give it to you without getting permission, but uh yeah, of course. He, it's <laughs> so that's one of those things that that's kind of a Funny that we bring it up. I had forgotten about that. So there was a time where Billy Gibbons just called me out of the blue. About oh. <laughs> he had he had to photo Echo and he liked it and I guess he wanted to talk. And I mean, unfortunately, I I didn't answer the phone. I didn't know the number. And <laughs> I tried to call back, never could get back a hold of him. Tried to call his tech. And this text, like, yeah, Billy may call you back. I mean, who knows? It was just kind of a spur of the moment thing, <laughs> right? Oh man! Like, damn it! Almost, almost had to. Uh, you know, those conversations are fun whenever someone calls you out of the blue and like, "Hi, this is George Lynch. I'd like to talk to you about Guitar Gear." And you're like, "Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, that's awesome, dude." But, you know, what's what's kind of a bummer now. Like, for those type of situations, I don't know if your phone is doing this, but mine has gotten a robocall blocker that Verizon started doing I guess and um it's a little aggressive uh it it blocks a lot of calls that aren't actually robocalls really it'll be people that need to get a hold of me but since I don't have their number necessarily saved like somebody from an insurance company or something like that you know bank etc and it'll block the call and then I'll like see it you know 30 minutes later and then I can't get a hold of the person cuz they're They've moved on to other things. Right. That's kind of like robocalls are just the bane of everyone's existence. They really you are. You're in charge of ro robocalls. Can you go, I don't know, walk into the ocean and just keep going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that, Blake. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a, that was a, don't actually do that. Yeah. If you are a robocall, how about that? Yeah, just, if you just, are a robocall. If you are a robocall, fine. just delete delete the program that runs you. Yeah. And then <laughs> walk into the ocean. Okay, don't really do that. I'm not supposed to say that. That's mean. Uh yeah, mine mine just says spam risk all the time. Like, oh, I like these calls. I'm gonna answer this one. This is gonna be great. I'm sure it's it's legit. Yeah, mine are just they just send them right to voicemail. Hmm. I don't I haven't noticed that, but I don't know. I have had some voicemails that I missed and I'm like, I don't, I don't recall this person calling, but then again, I generally do ignore the, the numbers that aren't, um, you know, aren't anything that I recognize. I don't yeah, think you're supposed to do that, just, but that's what I it's do. It's just, it's bit me quite a bit lately where, and I, it's like, I oh, I've been waiting for this call, this call back. And then I miss it because of that. 
So, well, so let that be a lesson. You never know when Billy Gibbons is calling you about his Fote Beko. That's right. You know, answer all the phone numbers because <laughs> you never know. That's right. One day it might be Billy. He <laughs> might want to go to lunch and he might want to order you a guitar. That's true. That's true. And the key to this situation, if that ever does happen, is to make sure he uses his credit card, not yours. Yes, that is the way to do it. But if you want to hear that story in full, it's uh, it's over up. Uh, it was a bonus episode I put up fr- uh, on Friday. So what do you know what, what episode number that is by chance? Uh, 175. 175 yeah, on the Tone Mob podcast. Okay. If you just search Kathy Valentine Tone Mob, it'll pop up. Or you can just search Kathy Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, all right. That's, um, that's about all I got today. Like the, the, uh, the gear world is fairly slow. I mean, oddly enough, prices of used gear is cl- at least used pedals rather is actually climbing up because really, of, yeah, I've been charting this for a, like a month now. Uh, well, I mean more aggressively than I used to. And the used prices of gear is actually, yeah, it's actually increasing. I, and it, my, my gut is because all of us who make gear, we're not shipping anything. <laughs> well, Oh, that's shoot, a good point. We're not that's... building anything to ship. How about that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you, um, it's going to create a deficit in the gear community, I believe, for a period of time. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, that is, I figured it would actually go down because we were like, I need some cash and I, I just got to get rid of this. It's kind of what I um, thought it was going to do. I'm noticing that there's still a lot of people who, you know, they're sitting at home and they want a new pedal. They want a different mm-hmm. pedal to play. So uh, even on Amazon, like I was looking at our stock on Amazon. I'm like, holy crap. Like we're out of stock on a lot in a lot of places. Right. Just because you can't build enough of it. Yeah. One person in the shop. Yeah. Fan, I mean, it's. I guess it's good if you're a store and you have, st- you know, you have stock. Now you, now's the time to shout to the world that you have faux tape echoes like Billy Gibbons uses. You know, <laughs> yes, as used by Billy F. Gibbons. Right. <laughs> this, yeah. Welcome to the Billy Gibbons podcast, where we talk about <laughs> Billy Gibbons nonstop, but not in any way that really makes any sense at all. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Oh, oh. You know what? We might actually clarify. Billy Gibbons is uh, a guitar player in ZZ Top. Oh yes. Yeah. We probably should have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Much like we had to clarify Daw. You never know. And I'm not saying that because I think people are dumb. I'm just saying that I know for a fact that there are people who tune into this that's like new to guitar. Yes. And they don't know about the things that we all take for granted. That's just that's just reality. Very true. Well, that's all I got for this week, my man. You got anything to add right. to, to close it up? Anything Stay at all? Stay safe out there, folks. We love you. Stay safe and healthy. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Tone Podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplettpedals.com, and that goes straight to me. If you like this podcast, simply make sure to share it with your friends, bandmates, and others into Guitar Podcast. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is simply just to recommend this to your friends. And also, if you'd like to show your support for the show a little more, you could go to wamplergear.com. That goes direct to my reverb store. And I'll be putting a lot of things up on that here shortly. And you can also check out wamplerpedals.com as well. That's brand new pedals on that. 
as long as we have them in stock for right now, <laughs> and some shirts as well. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.